From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm Siri Belusu. So do you remember that scene from Avengers Infinity War? It was toward the beginning of the movie where Tony Stark and his wife Pepper Potts go walking in Central Park. You know what there should be? No more surprises. You're gonna have a nice dinner tonight, show off this Harry Winstone, (laughs) right? And we should have no more surprises, ever. I should promise you. Yes. I would. Not to spoil it for you, but there are some very big surprises later in the movie. (laughs) But anyway, that scene, that wasn't Central Park. It was actually filmed at Piedmont Park in Atlanta, Georgia. And that's the reality of film and TV production these days. Movie studios aren't limited anymore to shooting on a few big sound stages in Hollywood. They can shoot wherever they want. And one main reason for that change is that states like Georgia are competing against each other to offer studios the most generous tax breaks. But somehow, these tax breaks aren't staying with the studios themselves. Sam McQuillan, a reporter with Bloomberg Tax, discovered that some studios are selling these credits to third parties, and that these third parties are sometimes very wealthy, very famous individuals. We brought Sam on the podcast to explain this whole scheme and what he learned. He started off by explaining why states offer movie studios tax breaks and how it works. Yeah, so basically um, various states have programs where they offer like a production company to come in and film. And um, in return for them coming into film and spending money, hiring in-state talent, uh, using the state logo at the end of their credits, they'll give them like uh, this credit they can use on their income taxes at the end of the year. Um, which is usually about 20 to 30% of what um, the project spent in total. So it's pretty hefty. And we're not just talking about one or two states offering these credits. 32 states have some sort of program um, where they do this kind of thing, but some are bigger than others. Like Georgia, for example, um, got the nickname the Hollywood of the South just because they um, give out so many credits. I think about like they gave out like $800 million worth of credits last year. States really like it because, you know, they see it as it bringing in investments. They love to see their state at the end of the movie. Um, and it's just good press in general. But even though a lot of movies and TV shows nowadays are filmed outside of Hollywood, for tax purposes, the studios are still legally based in California. What's so special about film tax incentives is that Most companies that make movies are located in Hollywood, California. Um, So they can't really use or don't really have a use for the tax credits they get in a state like Illinois, state like Georgia, Louisiana, wherever. Um, So when they get these credits, they're like, all right, well, we want to get some value for them. And this is where it gets weird. Sam says some states just give movie studios cash for the credits they can't use. But for a variety of reasons, other states can't or won't do that. There's about 12 states, including Illinois, Georgia, um, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, um, where they won't buy back a credit. Um, So a company, if they can't use them, they'll lose them. But what they let them do is transfer them or sell them uh, to someone who can use the credit. So that creates a huge market for, you know, people in these states where the credits are doled out to buy them from the companies, often at a discount. And, you know, it it lets states, it lets productions get immediate cash for their credit up front, but it also lets these third-party taxpayers and wealthy corporations shave off their um, yearly income taxes in these states, often at an undisclosed amount. So essentially what you have 
estate tax credits designed to go to companies creating jobs in those states, instead winding up in the bank accounts of, well, just about anyone. In fact, Sam found out that one of these credits eventually made its way to someone who, let's just say, isn't really struggling to make ends meet. With some data I obtained from uh, one of the only states that would talk to me, which was Illinois, um, I found out that Oprah Winfrey, a couple years ago, bought about $1.3 million worth of tax credits um, from this California-based production company who obviously couldn't use the credit. Um, It was for this movie that stars Michael Rappaport. You know, the company, the production company came in and did all their in-state spending, met the requirements and everything, and didn't have enough um, taxes to be able to use the credit. So they sold it to Oprah at an undisclosed amount. Um, but what I thought was really interesting about the circumstance was the movie never even made it to theaters or TV. So Oprah essentially got to a discount on her taxes for this movie that, you know, never even materialized. From a public policy perspective, this raises a lot of serious questions. And Sam says there's a group of academics who are calling for states to make these film and TV tax credits non-transferable. Their big issue with it is there's no transparency behind it. No one knows how much any given sale of a credit is really for. It's not disclosed. You know, I sent requests to those 12 states to get information about it. And, you know, only one came back with information on it. Um, and they didn't even have how much the credits were for. Their their big problem with it is they would just rather have states pay out productions and give them money for filming um, and creating jobs, um, like a lot of studies say they do. Um, in this case, you're having all this money that the state budget doesn't collect from third-party taxpayers, and you don't really know how much they're getting to dodge because those amounts are undisclosed. Um, and then you have people who are just you know, say this is another tax break for the rich um, and, you know, want states to have more money to spend on state programs um, so they don't have to make cuts. But as of now, it doesn't look like there's much momentum to fix this issue. Georgia, the state that turned itself into the Hollywood of the South with its aggressive tax breaks, is looking into requiring more audits of the film productions that receive these breaks. In fact, a bill that would mandate this could be signed by Georgia's governor as early as this week. But the bill doesn't address the transferability issue. So that means if you're a wealthy business or individual in Georgia or Illinois or Louisiana or any of the other states that allows this and you have enormous tax liabilities, you might want to give Hollywood a call. And speaking of Hollywood, I asked Sam if his reporting could help me finally break through and become the movie star I've always been destined to be. Well, I mean, you could always you could always check the the local listings. Um, I was I was checking uh, I was checking some listings today. I think Stranger Things is filming back in Georgia for an article I'm writing about their program. Um, they said they're looking for people ages zero to one hundred. Um, for extras um, with no movie experience. So I don't know if you've ever been in a movie before, but maybe you fit the bill for that. I'm not sure. That was Bloomberg tax reporter Sam McQuillan. You can find up-to-the-minute news on the latest tax and accounting developments at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website again is news.bloombergtax.com. And if you have any thoughts about what you've just heard or really anything else, get in touch with us on Twitter. We use the handle at tax. Talking Tax is produced by myself, Siri Belusu, and David Schultz. Kathy Larson is our editor. From Washington, I'm Siri Belusu. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the environment, 
there are, let's say, a lot of moving parts. Climate change, air pollution, water pollution, chemical contamination, endangered species, renewable energy, super fun, asbestos, recycling, lead, mold, radon, stormwater... That's where Parts Per Billion comes in. Join me, David Schultz, on the Parts Per Billion podcast every Wednesday to sort out everything that's going on in the environment, from the courts to the Congress to your backyard. Download and subscribe to Parts Per Billion wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.